What's up? Why, hello there. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's like I never left. Yeah. Well, I you never kinda, left. I was going to say, you kind of... <laughs> uh what's going on dude how's it going buddy oh good man i got i got this new fancy cup um it's more like a chalice mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah mando well, yes sir and um right now it's it's catering to my coffee needs right now okay so. <laughs> Nice. If anyone hasn't guessed, we're doing another early morning one, but that won't make any difference by the time you're listening to this. So, yeah. Yeah, way to spoil it for them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> early morning toast. Uh, it's funny because I started, uh, I did, did a bit bit of drinking yesterday and stuff, and I kind of sort of feel the butt end of the effects. Not really drunk, just... Uh, no, just feels like it's still there. Kind well, of. Uh, you, you sound yeah. rough. If that makes, if that makes it oh, better. <laughs> do I sound rough? No, it does sound. You do sound rough. I'm just saying. Oh, okay, that's oh, good, good to hear. Everybody at home is gonna love it. It's gonna be like, ooh, that deep voice. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know he's you got know. a small penis. Of course, <laughs> the de- the deeper the voice, the smaller the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh let's see how are we gonna go about this should we explain what we're doing here or? yeah something new for the weirdos the kids i don't know okay so i just did an interview with that guy i don't know if you saw the instagram but we did an interview with ryan james this week yeah he's mm-hmm. a producer right so he's producing a bunch of films he is in Mutilator 2, which just premiered yesterday at Joe Bob Briggs' uh, Drive-In Jamboree. So he's in that. And then uh, Cannibal Comedian won an award through the the, music, the movie festival for the Jamboree. So Joe Bob played both Cannibal Comedian yesterday, which of, of which Ryan is a producer and is an actor in and did the editing and all kinds of shit for that movie. And then he's also in Mutilator 2, which then aired after Cannibal Comedian. So I would imagine they had a fucking party out in Vegas yesterday um, at the at the drive-in jamboree. So that, that must have been awesome. But he asked me some questions about the podcast that like, I was like, hmm. In the moment, I didn't really have good answers for. But kind of um, afterwards, I think I think I have answers for. So I think one of the questions was, uh, do you have like a tagline or like some kind of gimmick where like the audience can like, you know, know it's you and they can kind of like sing along to or whatever. And I was like, not really, you know, like we introduce ourselves, right? I'm rated PG. Then there's Matt, who's Matthias the ill. And, um, you know, we use nicknames as kind of a gimmick and, and Raymond was with, was with me. So I was like, when Ray's here, we refer to him as Ray Ray or whatever. Um, yeah, everyone's got kind of their own character names for the podcast. Yeah, we make them up as we go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was like, yeah, you, you know, you got to have that thing that, like, people look forward to 
or, you know, when they hear it, they instantly recognize who you are. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. And then I left and then I was thinking, well, we do, we do kind of have something like that. That's our intro, right? So the way that you intro I was going to say, man, are you forgetting the, <laughs> I, the number one thing? I, maybe you I know forgot about it in the moment, you know, because I was nervous. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Real life movie producer. Uh. But um, yeah, so there's that. And then. I also the the thing that I did mention in the moment was like, well, we refer to our fan or our audience as weirdos, and he was just like, yeah, you fuck faces, like, like kind of mocking that like we would be making fun of our audience, and I was like, it's not making fun. It's like the name of the show is Mutant City Horror, but I can't refer to the audience as mutants because Joe Bob already does that. So yeah, I mean, yeah, um, I went with weirdos, or sometimes we call them the kids at home, but. Um, I don't know, maybe you listening, you little weirdo or you little, you know, kid at home or whatever, maybe you let us know how much you like or don't like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't our, know. Our little dickheads? <laughs> no. <laughs> or, is that too far? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it reminds um, me of well, uh, you know, I think Eminem's second album where he called all his listeners retards and I was like, yeah, hey, there you go. retarded. <laughs> <laughs> so politically incorrect nowadays. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, as far as, uh, calling anyone weirdos and stuff, I, I mean, I personally, I would find that more of a, a positive rather than a negative. Um, look, I'm not a huge fan, but there's that, um, that horror based, um, drag show. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's Dragula? on Shutter. Dragula. I think so. Is that what it's called? I, I don't remember. It's got those drag dudes on it or girls or drag people sorry uh no disrespect easy no disrespect to anybody uh it's still kind of a new uh frontier for me but um yeah it's popular and they actually refer to their audience as uglies oh nice there you go so i mean it's when it comes to the horror community i'm sorry we come out with a cool name for you guys don't get bent out of shape about it. I like the weird. Pick, I like I like weirdos. I like weirdos too. I think I think it. I mean, you have to be a pretty fucking weird person to watch some of these movies <laughs> that we watch, anyways. But you know what? That's who we are. Well, and it's, it's we're fun. all there at the same place. Yeah. Same time. <clears throat> it's funny too because uh, I call Perla and the kids weirdos, and in our family chat, uh, I named it weirdos. So I think it's just. I think I think everybody other than me is weird. You're all weirdos, and I'm totally fine. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say. So, are we clarifying that uh, you're the only one that is not a weirdo in this situation? No, I guess not, because I'm in that group yeah, chat. You're so. the catalyst, right? You're you're the key piece that brings all the weirdos together. Yeah, there you go. See. There you go. I like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Put them all together, man. Bring bring them all in. You're the short bus bus driver. <laughs> I almost, I almost, I almost had a. But it, we'll we'll keep it there. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I almost uh, stumbled those words. Greatly. Mm. I was like, "What the fuck?" Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, one of those tongue twister things for me. I just created a <laughs> fucking pu- puzzle I could not solve. <laughs> All right, let's nice. tell the weirdos at home what we're doing today because it's going to be long, and if this is successful. Then moving forward, um, the episodes might be a bit 
longer, but there's a good reason why. So I don't know if you want to explain to the weirdos what's going on. Okay, absolutely. Um, so uh, obviously this isn't, uh, I, th- I don't think this is the only pace that the uh, podcast has gone, but it, you know, we always try to change it up and uh, put a few gimmicky little things in here f- to make it fun and stuff like that. And uh, this is no different. Um, we decided to uh, work with a little magic here and uh, create kind of a um, an, an experience, uh, a, a watch along, if you will. So uh, the idea is that instead of talking about the movie, we're just going to be in the movie together and uh, we're going to kind of, I don't know, take it from there, I guess. Yeah, I hate to uh, say it. You know, um, I th- I think uh, well, you know, because what we've been doing is, uh, you know, it's splicing in some audio, trying to kind of, uh, you know, let you hear the really choice cuts from the movie. Um, I even in talking with Ryan and to other people too, the way that I kind of talk about our podcast is that um, conceptually, it's no different from any other horror movie review podcast that's out there we yeah there's nothing original about our show let's recognize the fact that podcasts in general is a sat oversaturated marketplace and there's probably more podcasts than there are people in the world and we're not again conceptually we're not doing anything different than anybody else so what what do we do to kind of rise above the rest right so Everybody is reviewing movies. And even in my interview with Ryan, he was like, you know, you do the reviews and, you know, like there's like the kill counts and, you know, all these things that people look forward to. If you look at um, something like Dead Meat, you know, they do it really well, too. And it's like, yeah, okay, we can do that. But I still feel like that's falling in line with the rest of what everybody else is doing. So the way that I see our podcast at the moment is you know, there's lots of times where people want to watch movies or maybe they have an interest in some of these things, but like on the, on the list of, you know, um, um, priorities, maybe it's not at the top. Maybe it's a a thumbnail they saw and they're like, Oh, that might be cool. But then they go with something more known or more current and, you know, they don't end up watching these movies or maybe they're just afraid that it's going to suck and they're going to turn it off after 20 minutes or whatever. And so what we do I mean, is... What are they afraid of? We just tell them they suck anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So what we do is we watch the movies and then we walk you through it. So this way, when you're driving in your car, you're at the gym or whatever it is, you can experience the movie without actually having to sit down and watch it and you know pay attention in that sense. You can come and right, go from right, our right. podcast, and you, at least now you've experienced the movie. And now we've gotten feedback from the sh- on the show that our episodes have urged people to go and watch the movie. And sometimes they stop listening to our podcast kind of, you know, halfway through. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to go watch that movie. And then they go and watch it. And then they come back and they finish the rest of the podcast to, to figure out, like, what we thought about it and how we talked about it and the scenes that we outlined. So if anything, I like to think that we give people an option to experience the movie without actually having to like sit down and watch it or subject other people who may not like it um, mm-hmm. 
for them for themselves in a, in a convenient way because like i said you can drive you can you know you can hop on and off our podcast any any kind of way right and so um, this is just kind of an extension of that where we'll have more audio there we'll have the full movie experience so it just to me i believe it heightens that experience for the weirdos at home that Yes, they get to hear our thoughts about it and we can describe it like we have, but then they also have like the movie to hear and kind of go along with. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know how it's going to be received. Uh, I can tell you from an editing standpoint, it's probably going to be a lot easier to, to push these out a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, I don't have to, <laughs> you know, go in and splice all that stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm down to find out, though. Kind of call it's, it a makeshift uh, mystery science theater three thousand. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so, something along those lines. Um, yeah, it's some. It's about the experience of watching it together and stuff like that. Um, there obviously is going to be some kind of interruptions and stuff like that, and we'll also have to um, kind of feed the audience on what what it is we're watching here and there so like you said i don't even know how this is going to happen how this is going to work but it is something that we had talked about for some time i think the ultimate goal is to one day um be able to all group up together and uh have one of these like uh like like an open um watch with everybody together you know Uh, yeah so uh this is the start of that and let's give it a try Okay, so you want to intro us in? I just figure we just uh, kind of do this one just different. I mean, it's... Oh. Come on, it's what makes our show, Matt. It's not what makes our show, but okay, let's go. All right, so uh, tonight the monster's running amok, and we run for that theater where the marquee now reads The Signal, a 2007 movie, not to be mixed in with the 2014 and all the other 18 movies with the same freaking name. <laughs> so here we go. You know, this grainy VHS. This dude is like chopping away. This grainy VHS, uh, I don't know how sustainable that is for me. This is like homemade. Well, I, I, it is grainy. Um, I think that's the way it was meant to look. Okay. I remember thinking that first time I put my eyes on this thing. All right, so the movie opens with uh, us watching this guy kind of in office attire, just no jacket on, um, messing around with these girls. He's like a, almost like a, like a hostel type situation. There's a shed out in the woods and these girls are all Yeah, typical slasher kind of opening. Yeah. You know, woodland, back woodland, desperate women uh, tied up. Uh, she's tied up to... in barbed wire though. Yeah. She found some uh, wire cutters and is getting herself free. She looks real beat up, though. Oh, really? She doesn't normally look like that, you don't think? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I don't know. People are into weird things. <laughs> I can see. The, I can see the keys. 
Promises from one surviving girl to the other. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll come back for you. True last words. I'm getting the impression this is not the movie. Oh, this is the movie. No, no, no. What I mean is like, uh, oh. Yeah, Maybe it's like yeah. uh, somebody's watching a movie or at least making one. Got it. Oh, no, he's right behind her. Oh. Dude, he looks like straight Dahmer with those glasses and shit. Those old school 70 big ass glasses. <laughs> oh, it, it kind of reminds me of the dude from uh, Falling Down. Remember Falling Down? That was uh, Michael. What's his name? Michael Douglas. Yeah. I love yeah. that movie, by the way. Yeah, great movie. That's what he looks like to the audience. He looks exactly like Michael Douglas did in Falling Down. In that movie. <laughs> Ooh, man. So uh, it. it went from uh, the woodland surviving women uh, being attacked by the killer who looked like Michael Douglas from Falling Down to uh, a change, change of quality, right? It went from the VHS to. Yes, uh, this looks more uh, <laughs> movie quality. <laughs> modern. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's this dude in his apartment um, woken up by the TV. So what happens is this cool effect where like where the movie we were watching um, kind of pans out and it gets distorted. We see a lot of lens flares and kind of like that typical where like the end of the reel is just kind of like going over and over through a projector. Ooh. Oh, let's pause this real well, quick. Well, that's no choice. <laughs> well, hey, I was going to say, it's buffering anyway. So. Um, resume. 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 All right. Let's see if I can make the subtitles work. And as you're doing that, um, the mov movie has progressed further. I'll fill you guys in. Um, so upon the beginning, as we said, the distorted screen, the guy's apartment, uh, the girlfriend um, is actually uh, a guy sleeping with a woman who uh, has a man at home. Um, seems that her, her, her husband, uh, seems that their relationship isn't working out so well. And her and her new boyfriend m might be thinking about running off together. They want to take the tan the train to Terminus. Get out of here. It's not Terminus. Or actually, that's, that's the name of the city that this takes place in. It's actually called Terminus. You know that's from Walking Dead, right? This came out before Walking Dead. Terminus is just... Uh, um, it's a common name for... Uh, for these kinds of movies. I don't know why there's always a Terminus. But that's why Walking Dead didn't shy away from it either. 
I mean, I understand that the show came out after this movie, but I mean, I, I didn't read the graphic novel, so I don't know when those came out, which I would imagine would include Terminus. Well, I can tell you like this, this movie uh, is actually a remake of an old audio show or something like that. And it was no different back in those days. It was called Terminus. Hmm. Like I said, just a common name for a city in these kinds of movies. I, I don't know. It's one of those little things. There's always a terminus. Okay, so homegirl gets to her homie's apartment. Yeah, guys are over. They're supposed to watch the game. Where have you been? Want to have a drink with the girls? I tried calling you from my phone. Is that her boyfriend? I tried calling you from the bar, but found his dead there too. So I just decided I was ready to leave. So I just finally. He's looking at her like she's the the girlfriend. Well, she's making her lies very obvious. She can't even look him in the eye when she says it. You could tell it too. What's going on? Why isn't anything working? Everybody's out in the hallway. Is your phone working? No. I tried calling you. I didn't know where you were. I'm sorry. I should have called you before I left the restaurant, but that was stupid. Meanwhile, Lewis, the husband, has his homies over and they're trying to watch the game and they can't seem to get the TV working. Donna's new. She just started yesterday. She's a waitress? Hostess. What did you have? What did I have? What did you have to drink? Gin and tonic and a shot of tequila. <laughs> got something on your shirt? You've got red on you. <laughs> what is it? Barbecue sauce or something. I don't and know. splooge. <laughs> Sorry. He's like, it's a bit salty. I don't want to smell like a restaurant. Damn. Fuck that shit. I would not want to be with somebody like that. Are you talking about him or her? Well both right i wouldn't want to be with somebody who's like just constantly cheating on me but also i wouldn't want to be with somebody so overbearing you know i know yeah it's kind of the worst of worst worlds uh, here's the fucked up part fuck i would say that here's the fucked up part he's not wrong you know what i mean <laughs> like right right he's got he's got good reason because she is fucking around on him but you can look at me when you say that did you pay the cable bill man i'm having a moment with my wife <laughs> <laughs> Did you pay the cable bill? Why don't you go wash up? What's wrong with your TV? We can't get to work. You pay the cable. I like the way you sweat. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> I know he's saying, like, I don't mind you coming home smelling like a restaurant, but he's also inferring that, like, she's nervous right now and scared and she's sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah. So they're getting the same signal on their TV that the boyfriend got. And the husband's like staring right at it. Hey, put 
the fucking bat down. What? You almost clocked Maya in the head. He's across the room. Put the fucking bat down now. Dude, it's not hurting anybody. I'll just put the bat down. No, man, I can't watch the game. I'm gonna swing the bat, all right? I told you, put it down. Sit. What's the matter with you? You could hurt somebody. Why are you looking at me like that? Stop it. You almost fucking killed my wife. <laughs> Sit down. Dude, what is wrong with you? You almost fucked my wife. What? Oop. What did you just say? <laughs> you almost fucking hit her in the head. Okay, 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 boys. Just relax. Lewis, take a seat. I'm not sitting down. This is my house. You guys are my guests. You're watching my TV. You're drinking my beer. This is my baseball bat. That's my wife. You almost Lewis, hit her. I think maybe we... Take a shower, baby. I can't help but notice that, like, the distortion sound in the back, you know? Yeah, I think it's, uh... Intentional, right? Cause the no, no, it's intentional, but I think, uh, I, yeah, there's, I think there's more to it. It, it is intentional for sure. I, okay, I understand that. You're, you're just a little aggressive right now, man. Why is he staring at me like that? Uh, shut up. He's not even looking at you. Yeah, Lewis, the man of the house, is definitely okay, like. Okay, fellas, look, just take a deep breath and sit down, please. It reminds me of uh, the Chappelle show when they did uh, the Mad Real World. Why are you looking at me like that? Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Back of the head. Oh man. Lewis just went Jose Canseco on him. Took out one of his friends with the bat. <laughs> He's still concerned with her taking a shower. Don't worry about this. <laughs> just take your shower. I just killed the guy in my apartment. It's okay. Oh, shit. There's another dead body in the hallway. Oh, fuck. This dude just clipped this chick in the throat with the hedge clippers. And Maya is literally tripping over somebody else's blood. So this movie went from nothing going on to her falling into the oh, the hallway and like the neighbors are just running around killing each other. Hedge clippers in the back. He's like, hold up. I'll come and clip your head off later. Give me a second. I got to hear what's going on down the hall. There's more screaming. I want to see what <laughs> this is. Just close the door on him. Nice. So now she's in the living room of the neighbor's house and she's watching the same signal on the TV. 
Oh, good. She turned it off. Interesting. I wonder if she's immune because like everybody else seems to be attracted to it. Like what? Why was she mm. cognizant enough to be able to turn it off? Damn, just bodies on the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. I don't know if it's a recording like this, but uh, your audio is coming out choppy on my side. But I don't know if it's still collecting everything that you're saying on your side. So just FYI. Yeah, we should be good. Okay, good. All right. So while the movie's kind of toned down a bit, uh, like I said, explanation a little bit. Um, she ran outside and uh, there's chaos. Um, obviously, there's something going on in Terminus. There's enough bodies around to it. That whole scene gave me like uh, purge vibes. You know, everybody just kind of running around murdering each other. Yeah. Except yeah, yeah. not because it's legal, but because people are freaking out with the signal. Yes, there is uh, some kind of a signal that's coming from the TV. Okay, so Maya just kind of hunkered down somewhere. She's kind of coming back up. It's daylight now. She's trying to see if the phone works. Sounds like it doesn't. <laughs> Maya is played by an actress named Anissa Ramsey. Now, on the surface, I don't know anything that she, like, her name isn't familiar to me immediately but she was in the 2011 version of footloose um before that was this then another movie called yellow brick road death race 2050 she's in a movie called southbound that's got a big fat pentagram on it so that might be something to look at too a couple episodes of uh, oh, I, i've seen that movie i know i know which one that is oh really yeah uh if it's the one i'm thinking of okay um, but yeah, nothing really kind of like that pops out um, immediately. Uh, Lewis is the actor that I was talking about. He uh, uh, before um, uh, I've seen him in very few things, but the few things I've seen him in, he's always great. Uh, he's on Hatchet 2 and I believe a couple other horror films. Um, I just can't think of them. Yeah, I'll get there in a minute. So she's walked back into her apartment and Lewis is all tied up in duct tape mm -hmm. on a chair but she's got headphones on I think she's realizing that it has something to do with the sound I'm gonna lower it here a little bit um, I think she's realizing that there's something happening with the sound so she's got um, headphones on and she you know didn't pay any attention to her husband and then is walking the hallways that are full of bodies. There's blood all over the place, bodies on the ground. Uh, but now she is outside kind of just enjoying the night air and looking really weird like she's on ecstasy but by herself. Uh, she was uh, daydreaming about being with her side piece. Ooh, she's walking down the hall. There are people walking behind her. Make yeah, it. it seems like a lot of these people just walk around aimlessly. She's got snatched into an apartment. Is that is that the umbrella? Uh, that's what I thought too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, that's a really good angle for your camera. I like it. 
Are, are you joking or? Are you... No, it looks good. Oh, okay. I was just making yeah, sure. I like I the white like, shot. That sarcasm. I can't tell. Nah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So the boyfriend showed up to the apartment. Yeah, he came to check on her. Obviously, he knows there's something going on in Terminus. All right, let me turn the volume up here. Did you get crazy in your head? How am I supposed to know? Tell me. Look me in the eyes. Are you looking? Look, I'm going to pull this duct tape off. You make any unnecessary noises, I'm, I'm going to whack you. Do you understand? Hmm? Huh? So this is the homie, right? Did you kill anybody last night? How am I supposed to know? Tell me. Wait, where did you go? Where, where were you? I hid in the apartment across the hall. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I... I couldn't trust anybody. I went looking for you. I couldn't find shit. Everybody's either dead, dying, or completely flipped. Mad. Crazy. Why did Lewis hurt Jerry? Hurt? Jerry's dead, lady. Lewis got it. Fucking snapped. I couldn't get any sense into him. I got his bat and knocked him out. I taped him up so he couldn't hurt anybody else. I had no choice. Then I saw the hallway. I've never seen anything like that. One out of two people just started killing each other. They just decided to kill people. I mean, what do I do? I've, ne I've never killed anybody before. What do I do? I'm not going to fuck around. You know, but what, what do I do? He's going to make himself an awesome mace, a homemade <laughs> mace with a fire poker and dope, duct tape knives sticking out of it. And what problem? I have to so say one of the greatest, like, handcrafted weapons I've seen in a horror film. <laughs> duct tape is so versatile. Anybody else? I secure and I put a safe place. No telling who's gonna go crazy next. You gotta put him up. I pulled a fire alarm. I don't know why. Maybe somebody will come. Maybe they won't. Maybe they're screwed up too. So I fight my way to the roof. Gotta see the big picture. One's gotta know. I have to know, right? Then I see it in the streets. All the turbulence. It's happening everywhere. People are going crazy in their head all over. At first, it's just murder. They're crazy. You know, kill anybody, everybody, each other, indiscriminate. It looks like chaos, but then I realize they're thinking. And then I really get scared because it's rational. They know what they're doing. I mean, they, they think it makes sense, but it doesn't make any sense. It's different for everybody. Let me tell you, they are gonna fucking murder the world. And I'm thinking they all gotta die. Yeah, but I can't kill them all. I'm thinking, you know, there's too many. Maybe I'll run. Run where? Thinking. I get hit in the head. Is it, is it bad? Nah, it's not bad at all. It's not like a gaping freaking hole in the back of his head. My head. So I smash his face. I can only see a little bit of your brain. He thinks I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. He said with crazy eyes. He's hurt really bad, so I finish him. I take the 12 people last night. All of them had been killed by morning. All but Lewis. What do I do? 
go. We walk out the door and we start walking and we don't stop. We don't stop. We don't talk to anybody. We don't draw attention to ourselves. We just keep walking. And we go to my car. We go to my car and we get in and we drive. Seems like a reasonable solution. Okay. We do this right now. Yeah, what the fuck are you waiting for? Drive. Hope you have snow chains. Yeah. Where are we gonna go? Was it snowing? No, but there's a lot of bodies. <laughs> oh, oh, I got it. Another. So here's another the thing. weapon of choice. Here's the thing. To me, that that was a great scene. And there was no action in it. It's all dialogue. I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for dialogue as long as it's done really well. Well, it's it's a uh, it's good uh, character development. Uh, I'd say that this movie does not lack character at all. So now they're out in the middle of the street trying to get to the car, and a security guard is. Uh... Nope, homeboy just got shot. Damn it. That's uh, good blood. Good thing she knows how to drive a stick. You oh, it's her car. Rash. What am I thinking? You fucking rat! He's got the anger. Damn. You know what? Probably good that she's not taking him with her. He looks like he would have turned on her. Well, in this situation, how could you tell, you know, if somebody... Yeah, that, I mean, you're having rational conversation with them, you know, but also the story of, that he was telling was like, I killed like 12 people, you know, and then the way that he's going off on the security guard. Yeah, true. I mean, <sighs> yeah, that's what like, I mean. It's, yeah. it's a very fine line. Like, and here he is, rational again, like, come on, let's go, help me out. And she let him back in the car. Scary. And he's got a gun now. Yeah. I'm sure that makes her feel a whole lot better. <laughs> and her boyfriend just oh, there's fell the boyfriend. out of the building. Damn it. Just missing her. Shot. I got shot and you were going to leave me back there. You were going to leave me in there. Fuck. Yeah, fuck right. You were going to leave me. Can't trust anyone. Taping up his gunshot. Fucking duct tape. Fuck the radio too. Fuck it. Turn it off. Rod, turn the fucking radio off. Do you hear that? You think I want to See, that's that distortion you sound you're talking about. Yeah. That's the sound of the signal. God damn it. God damn it. Now I'm going to fucking bleed to death. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I don't want to die like this. You're going to be okay, Rod. You're lying. You're lying to me. We should not be out here. We should have stayed. I trusted you. Now look at me. Look at me, you fucking crazy bitch. I'm bleeding to death. Please be quiet. Shut up. You shot me in the stomach. You left me to bleed in the street. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Oh. Probably not the best thing to do when someone's driving. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Those are bunches. That's how you handle that situation. Damn, that was rough. Yeah, this guy went ape shit and he just started slugging her while she's trying to drive them to safety. 
she just goes quiet and then she just hits the gas and runs straight into a freaking wall. <laughs> Probably the best move that she could do at this point. Yeah. Get herself out of this situation and get away from this guy who's going Looney Tunes on her. I wonder if anyone's figured out that the signal is doing this yet. Well, I think she has. Yeah, she might have some idea, you think? Well, that's why she's turning off the TV. That's why she was just telling him to turn off the radio. That's why she was wearing the headphones, right? When she picked up the phone in the other apartment. I didn't apartment. even think about that, yeah. And okay. she heard the signal coming through the phone. So she's like, it's something with this thing. So I'm going to not pay attention to it. And she had her headphones on. There's no amateur hour for, for our main character here, right? <laughs> she's figuring it out. Yeah, she figured it out pretty quick. Okay, fun fact. Terminus, by definition, a final point in space or time, an end or extremity. Also, either end of a transportation line or travel route. So it kind of makes sense that Terminus is like the end of the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. See, that's why I mean there's always a city called Terminus in these kinds of movies because you're, you're right. It, it's symbolic of some sort. So here it's it's symbolizing like this is the end of life. You know, like it's term the city's yeah, the, terminus, but then like the edge of the world, if you will. Yeah, like the end of civilization. I've got a place here. You should come inside. Where are you going? I'm going to Terminal 13 to meet somebody. We're gonna leave this fucking town and never look back. Do you understand? Don't fucking follow me. What about the guy in the car? Like I was worried about the guy in the car. <laughs> yeah, fuck all the other cars that are like flipped over and all the bodies in the streets and shit. Like, what do you want me to do with this guy in the car? Fuck him. Gee, I don't know, man. Maybe just leave him there. Okay. Is this the boyfriend saving the husband? Oh, it's the well, husband. Opposite. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah. The, more, the, it's Lewis. the husband has taken the boyfriend and threw him into the back of a van. Oh, okay. So we two. probably should have called out that that was the first part. Um, transmission one. And now it's transitioning. Oh, to man. I think I'm going crazy two. watching this shit. You're thinking? <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't have to say it. No need to tell me because I already know. You think this party is a bad idea? Nice. This lady's talking to a, I guess, dead husband or something. From across the table. Uh, presumably that she murdered. So, <laughs> so it's been broken up by chapters, and we're now on chapter two. So it just kind of went right into this other scenario. Uh, like I said, woman sitting at the table talking to a dead husband. That we assume that she murdered. And the neighbors coming over to ask for cleanup shit. I think he's just realizing he's dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn our program on. Sounds glorious. How many more balloons do you think we need? At least seven. That's how many I was thinking. Well, that's why you married me. What the fuck? Oh, he's saving them. So they're watching that uh, stranger 
save uh what's his name jerry honey yeah i think so what is it i mean people are coming over there's kind of overlaps here like in the story honey. and honey. now we're seeing what happened between this lady and her husband choking the shit out of her I'll get him to calm down. Oh yeah, give him. Oh, oh yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's stuck in an air pump in his neck, oh and then just for good measure, pump some air in he's there. already dying <laughs> from it. She gave it a good pump. And I'm sorry. Are you mad at me for killing your friend? What? I know he's your friend and all. We weren't that close. Well, you always helped him <laughs> fix stuff. It's all right. I'm your landlord. I know, but are you mad at me? No. You did what you had to do. We all do what we have to do sometimes. So the landlord is the same guy who's saving Jerry at the moment. I don't know that that's his name, but I'm going to call him Jerry. Here's what I thought is interesting while the neighbor's saving Jerry. She was sitting there talking to her husband across the table, but the husband was looking like positioned in a way where the signal is behind him. So when she's looking at him, she's also watching the signal at the same time. So she's getting like constant signal fed to her face. Jerry's trying to fight his way out. Well, oh, damn, he decapitated him. And he's moving around looking for his head? What the fuck? What should we do now? I'm still trying to figure out that one. Uh, sorry, I didn't catch that, Paul. Anna, I don't know if you know this, but there is some seriously insane shit going on out there right now. People are losing their minds. So, okay. what I was saying was, you see how um, the husband is sitting at the end of the table? Yeah. She's sitting across from him, talking to him, but then the signal is on behind him. So he, mm -hmm. she's constantly watching the signal as she's talking to her husband. But then on the flip side, I just noticed that they're showing the neighbor saving Jerry. Jerry's the, is that his name? I don't remember. I can't remember either, but we'll go with Jerry. He looks like a Jerry. He, Let's call him Jerry. Uh, he just got decapitated by the neighbor, but then like, He's Jerry is still like crawling around looking for his head, which I thought was kind of crazy. Yeah. Ah, Rod. His name is Rod. All right. We'll call him Rod. Well, that's not hard to remember. He made that friggin' Rod. The homemade mace thingy. Yeah. Out of a rod. So, yeah. All rod. Right. Here we go. Ramrod, car ramrod. <laughs> Sorry. There's a bad sector in the electromagnetic spectrum which is causing a rift in logical thinking. Rational behavior is giving way to prim primordial action. <laughs> We've reached a critical juncture in the consistency of everyday living. Societal norms are being completely abandoned. Anarchy has replaced etiquette. Chaos is the ruling class of this civilization, so I think coming to a goddamn New Year's Eve party is the last thing on people's minds. <laughs> or maybe not. 
Also, did we know it was New Year's Eve? All right. Uh, I don't even know if it's even relevant, to be honest. You get rid of them. I'm going to move Ken into the bedroom. What? What should I say? Anything. I'll just don't let them in, no matter what. Okay. I like that people are still ringing doorbells. Contradicts exactly what he yes? just said. Yeah, no shit. There's no party, thanks. Somebody here call an exterminator? <sighs> oh, it's Lewis. We don't have bugs. I think they were rats, man. Your husband must have called it in. Ken? Yeah. Ken. Hey, we're fine. And now he's imagining reuniting with Maya. You're alive. Wait, do you have it? Are you crazy? Look, I know you left me in the chair because you thought I'd lost it, but I didn't. So your car outside and I thought the worst had happened. I thought that one of them, one of those people had gotten you and taken you away from me. They can't get to you. No one can get to you. What's this now? <laughs> what are you doing? Don't do that to him. He was coming at you. I thought he might be one of them. He's my friend. He's helping me. You can't do that to friends. Looked like he was going to try and hurt you. He's Clark, you idiot. He's not going to hurt me. You can't trust anybody right now. Oh, his poor eyes are burning. Maya, I'm sorry. Who's Maya? So he's seeing the neighbor, this this new chick, kind of back and forth between Maya and who she actually is. I'll check in the bathroom to see if there's anything to flush the poison with. <laughs> he just sprayed this dude in the Don't face go in there. with poison. Don't go in there! What do you have here? Ken? Nothing. <laughs> just Ken. He looks dead. He is. I see. <laughs> I did. Nice. But I didn't want to. You killed him? And Clark killed somebody too. I like how he's like, this is pretty good. I did it. Yeah, no, he's like, not bad. Good job. You chopped his head off. He had it coming. Probably. Fucking Lewis. These are wild times. Everybody's being driven to desperate measures. I guess this happens to everybody. I've got something to show you too. Why is he wearing aviators? Just don't know who to trust right now. Okay, so oh, Lewis this is opened a flashback uh, back at the apartment when Lewis was still strapped to the chair. So Lewis has got somebody in the back of his van. Yeah. And he was saying that you can't trust anyone, and then it flashes wow. back to. Where he's on the floor. See, this is when the boyfriend comes in. So now the boyfriend the meets boyfriend. the husband. When the boyfriend came into the apartment, uh, Lewis was strapped to a chair. Where's my? I'm trying. Oh! <laughs> 
hear him. It's the gunshot from when Rod got shot. A little Tarantino-ish where it's all kind of overlapping with each other. gotten into his head and told him to kill you yeah that's what happened to ken he was watching tv and it made him go bad <laughs> another casual day in the neighborhood people running it's around with chainsaw the most fucked up day in the history of mankind he said it who wants cocktails <laughs> it was a new year's party Weird. Yeah. They're just chilling, drinking, and she's still serving. What a great hostess. Chex mix? Uh pretzels. <laughs> they both go to reach for it like Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> yeah, the awkward moment where you're uh, both reaching for the ball and stuff and you're like, uh okay. I like to point out the fact that Lewis has two band-aids in his hair. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. I'm sure that's where a wound is, but just like I'm sure that could have been bandaged better. Party guess. Act natural. Hi. You gotta help me. My mom was trying to kill me, and so I ran over at the car. My dad was in the house, and he made the dog die because it tried to bite me. And I left in the car, and I didn't know where to go. And I remembered that Anna and Kim lived here, and I'm Laura. Laura! Anna! Oh, oh, oh shit. shit. What the fuck? Damn. She was coming at you. Stay away from me. You killed Laura. She was heading straight for you with that knife. She doesn't have a knife. That's a keychain. <laughs> I like how it went from like, like a more serious kind of, you know, borderline dark tone to like comedic a little bit but kind of dips back and forth does that make sense I know I know and I'm gonna find out what happened but I need you to be strong for me okay Laura might have actually wanted to hurt you be staying with Charlie, man. We don't know where Laura was at in her head. We <laughs> okay? Look, for all we know, she might have received this cancerous signal. This hypnotic frequency that's all around. Right? She might have transmitted it from a car radio. Or the television. Or, or, or stereo. Or, we don't know. I mean, everybody's a suspect right now. Everyone. Turn that off! Why'd you turn that on? 
I didn't. She did. And the TV went on. She came back to life. She's trying to get me. Get back. That explains why Rod was kind of crawling around looking for his head. This is getting to be ridiculous. Oh, shit. Just smashing the shit out of her head with that tank. God in heaven! Just open the door, then I'll take them down. No, that's not the way to play this. We can't be sure. We have to exterminate with extreme prejudice. It might be somebody who could help us. We don't know. We can't risk. I'm killing whoever walks through that door. It's Jim. It's Jim Parsons. Trust no one. You were the one watching TV. I told you I wasn't watching the TV. Isn't Jim Parsons the dude from uh, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory? I guess. I'm fine. And you're fine. Uh, I know that's his last name. No, oh, maybe. It probably isn't. You might be right. You might be infected. They might have to kill Jim. Jim Parsons. How's it all their guests are showing up? Is that you? I have to let the poor guy in. He might be in trouble. Please let me handle this. If he's not okay, I'll kill him myself. Confirmed. Jim Parsons. Big Bang Theory. Sheldon. Clark, come on, let me in. Jim? Yeah, it's me, Clark. Hey, Clark. Come in. Okay, just give me a second. Come on, buddy. I ain't got any anywhere else to go. This guy seems to be in a pretty good mood about being there and stuff. He didn't just walk, you know walk around like a hundred dead bodies outside. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And he brought a bottle. The look of confusion Stare on these guys. They let him in. <laughs> like. Blood everywhere. Everyone's beat up looking. <laughs> oh, I'm early. He must have been sleeping. Really? I shouldn't be. After yesterday? It's tonight, right? It better be. After that ball drops, I'm going to grab a sweat and just get a pee in her butt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jim, are you aware that... Gross. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Jim. Jim Parsons. Jim. Parsons, this is, um, Lewis, 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 Clark. Lewis and Clark. Oh, God. God. You got it. <laughs> Where's Sacagawea? <laughs> this guy. I would totally fuck an Indian girl. I would. 
driver saw one. I would just take her back to the teepee. Oh, nice little squaw. Oh, feel my corn, you know? <laughs> he looks exactly what you would imagine this dude looks like. No, yeah, he's got he's rocking the pedo stash everything. With my two brave explorers here. So you're you're here for the party? You know this. Yeah. Are Ken and Anna around? Anna's uh getting ready. And Ken is just laying down. He's dead tired. <laughs> Can I get you a cocktail, Ken? Oh yeah, please. Put that in the fridge. I'll get that later. It's weird to me that this movie took a turn in its tone. Because it was very serious up front, and now it just seems more light, lighthearted. I didn't even see it. And I think that takes away from it for me a little bit. It it did what? I'm sorry. So the movie itself has taken a little bit of a lighter turn, right? In in the beginning, it was more serious, um, a little bit darker, and now that we're with the party. It seems a little bit more lighthearted, more comedic. And I think that changes how I feel about it a little bit. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just the scene. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. It took a weird turn for me a little bit. All right. I mean, I I guess I could see that. I I, I do believe that there's a relevance here. Um, I I I see it a little bit differently. I think it I think it kind of goes back and forth, kind of like that. But there's also a reason for it. I mean. Right now, we're sitting here watching this, watching these crazy people to do crazy and say crazy things, right? I think we're put right into their their thoughts, like their paranoia. This is what I felt when I, when I first watched the movie. I began to feel at this point the movie is making you just as nuts as the people that we're watching right now. Oh, that's a good point. I like that. Well, that's just kind of what it feels like to me. I know what you mean by the comedy factor, but I think what we're seeing as comedy isn't typically meant as comedy, but more crazy. But you and I find this stuff funny anyway. And it does have funny dialogue. Everybody started kissing each other, you know, at midnight, like the tradition that we... How did that start? Everybody starts kissing each other. And I had no one else to kiss, so I just, as a joke, kissed the dog. But then I realized when I got home, I made out with the dog for my New Year's. Is it gross, See, dude. I feel just like Lewis at this point. Lewis is grabbing his head like, what the fuck is going on? She's with everybody, I guess. 
you. Me. Clark. The milkman. The milkman? What is this, the 40s? Kids. Somebody should just put her out of her misery. That's my wife. What? That's not your wife. That's Ken's wife. Your wife's not here. Your wife has gone far away. Out of your sight. You can't help her anymore. You don't know what you're saying. No. You don't know what you're saying. That TV got in your brain and has uh, distorted your perception. Nice. I'm not crazy like those others. No, man. You're much worse off. Because you don't even realize what's happening to you. You don't even know. Your wife left you. Alone. Tied to a chair, helpless so the world could take your life and the savages could feast on your bloody remains. No. She's here. She's fine. Sorry. But that's just not true. Everything that's being said and watched right now makes perfect sense. And free her of the burden of being the used up adulterous whore that she is. Bit of sarcasm, sorry. I'm gonna get to her before you, and there's nothing you can do about that. My wife's in there, and she's upset because I accidentally killed her friend. <laughs> but she's safe now, and you can't get to her. I won't let you get to her. What? That was kind of odd. What are you saying? Where is she? Who? My wife. All white-eyed. How the hell do I know? I just met you. I didn't know you were married. That's kind of cool. I wish I was married. That would be so What'd you do that for? Where's my wife? Where's Maya? Oh, she's fine. She didn't leave me. She loves me and only me. And everything is going to be safe and quiet. You know what's funny is that he keeps moving his jaw like he's on like ecstasy or speed or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe adjusting from when he got beat up earlier. Mm, maybe, because he seems to be the only one doing it, anyways. But I'm your husband. Yeah, he's he's very antsy. He's a. He's tripping. Oh, okay. No, I, I'm Ken. I can be Ken. 
She's not Ken. She's not Maya. Look, I'll be whoever you guys want me to be. Just don't kill me. She's not Maya. If anyone's listening to this right now and you have no idea what's going on, you're not far from what the truth what's really going on here. They're all tripping on each other. I think the signal is just making them. It's, it's just, uh, it's, it's just progressive paranoid delusions. But there was a little bit of a sound where it sounded like the signal kind of turned off, which is why everybody's having this moment of clarity where they're figuring out that uh, things aren't how they were happening in their head. She's hiding under the bed, watching what looks like Lewis drag the bodies out. He keeps coming in and out of the room. Pesticide in her. <laughs> so I was admittedly a little fucked up earlier. It's been a crazy day for me, as I'm sure it has been for you as well. But I get it now. You're not Maya. You never were Maya. You're just some other woman that doesn't matter. So what I need you to tell me so that we don't have to stretch this out any longer than either of us wants to. Where is Maya? Where is my wife? You see what I'm talking about? The way the movie, look at the, the camera angle. Uh, it's moving all over the place. Answer me or you get the spray again. Comes back full circle to like a more darker, serious tone, which uh, I'm all about. I like the darker stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 coming along. Well, I mean, I wouldn't consider this 100% a serious movie anyway. Well, you've seen it, so I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I mean, even at this point, like when I first watched it, which was like, I don't know, 14 years ago, 15, I don't know, whatever. I took it more of a comedy horror, um, I'm not opposed, which I'm not opposed to. But like, uh, if you get me started down a serious tone, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of like I don't know the way I'm built. 
that's where my mindset is now kind of wrapped around. And then you shift it, and it's like, oh, okay, now it's over to comedy. But uh, I see where it's kind of going back and forth. So it's doing it in an okay fashion for me. Man, this chick's face is fucked up. All that poison in her face, plus all the blood and the cuts. This is a rough scene, dude. Time to go home now. Ken, I am home, silly. You know, I just uh, sprayed more pesticide down her throat. Dude, I can taste it. I can feel it. It's just, yeah, it makes me want to gag. Yeah, this just movie definitely her, does that for oh, me. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong, man. You're seeing things wrong. The stuff that's in your head. It's not real. You'll see things the way I'm seeing them. You just gotta understand. Ah. Understand the message coming through. No, it's making people think the wrong things. It's, everything is not what it seems. I was misunderstanding it before, but I get it now. It's telling me what I should do, what I should want. I want my wife, and I want my home, and I want all of you people to stop bothering us. So tell me where she is. You can't just kill. What's in your head to tell you? It's not what... It's a poison, it's just radioactive. You had to kill those people, didn't you? That's right. They were keeping you from happiness. Now you understand. I want to be happy. You will. You will if you let go and tell me. Tell me where she went. Terminal 13. She said she was going to Terminal 13 to get out. Get out of the see see how easy that was wait for it mm. boyfriend came along clock lewis in the back of the head came out of nowhere i have a lot of questions about what just happened okay hold on transmission three escape we're, from yeah, terminus. we're on the third chapter now escape from terminus this is it this is the uh the home run okay questions yeah Go for it. okay so Here's the thing is obviously I don't find this to be any kind of error in the writing at all, but I found it fascinating. I don't know if there is a question. I think it's, I, I find it fascinating that uh, as Lewis was talking to the neighbor, uh, oh, I really wish we knew, I, I knew his name. Lewis is talking to one of the guests from that lady's house, which is the neighbor of that lady who he kept seeing as his wife, but it wasn't really a delusional just to let people know what I'm talking about. Um, so the guy Clark, you're as, talking about, you're talking about Clark, right? Lewis Clark, and Clark. Yes. Yeah. So when Clark and Lewis are both looking at the signal and uh, now what Lewis is saying is starting to make sense to Clark uh, when he's asking about Maya, 
the guy gave him a solid answer. She's going to terminal 13. Um, my thing is, okay, it is a question. How did he know who exactly Maya was and who he meant? There was no indication. So in a way, I think the signal gives him kind of an all-knowing. Pardon me, hold on. I don't know, consider it food for thought, sorry. Kind of like a collective thought. They're all kind of connected now. Yeah, like a network kind of thing. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, that's a good point because uh, I didn't know how he knew because uh, she told him that that's where she was going. But you're right. How did he know that she was who he was looking for? Or maybe I missed it in some of our pauses. So now we're seeing the boyfriend side of the story where he and um, Lewis were getting in a fight in the apartment and to the point where he runs out of the building, which is where in the first act we saw Maya leave in the car and then we saw him pop out. But now we're getting a more fuller picture of what was happening between him and Lewis. What is his boyfriend's name? I think his name is Ben. Yeah, Ben, played by Justin Wellborn. So now this is um, from when Maya left. Lewis is still dealing with Ben in the street. Going pretty hard on him with that bat, too. The fight of the love interests. Home run. <laughs> Brought them all home. So, fun fact, the name of the city in the film is Terminus. Obviously, we already know that. The movie was filmed entirely in Atlanta, Georgia, which was originally called Terminus when it was settled in 1837. Now, Walking Dead also takes place in Atlanta or Georgia. So, that's I understand now the correlation of the Terminus in both these uh, properties because of its relation to the state. Crazy. What's even crazier is that each of these transmissions or chapters is done by a different director. So the movie's actually directed by three different people. Yeah, so it's something I wanted to further discuss. But I was going to wait till after. Ah, there I go, ruining it. So we're now back in the apartment. 
and Ben is just fucking going to town on Lewis with his uh, poison tank. Oof. just happened was he the boyfriend got cracked in the back of the head by Lewis the baseball bat got back up and was able to pretty much break Lewis's head when he wasn't looking and now Clark is sitting there watching this freaking out Looking as if he didn't see anything like it all night. <laughs> I really need your help, okay? The girl in the car wreck outside, did you see her? Did you see where she went? Look, everything's gonna be fine, okay? But I need you to listen to me, okay? Just, just listen. If you listen to me, I can help you make it go away. Okay, um... Who are you? What's your name? Just tell me your name. Clark. Hi, I'm Clark. Hi, Clark. Um, I'm Ben. We need to get out of here right now, all right? Lewis ain't dead. Just hold on. No, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. It's my heart just a little no, bit. No, no. Wait, wait, wait! Lord! I find it funny that there's some. So Lois gets back up and he's chasing after Ben, ben which is uh, boyfriend the boyfriend yep. of Maya. That's how you can remember. Boyfriend Ben. Right. Um, another thing I, I wanted to bring up here is even though Lewis is crazy as all batshit can go, he still has a primary focus and a primary reason he's doing what he's doing which kind of indicates to me that almost as if even though the signals got him, he's controlling the outcome of the signal. Uh, I don't think I follow because uh, Lou, uh, Clark, the neighbor, you know, he was saying to... Uh, uh, what was her name? Anna or whatever? That like the signals like fucking with people. It's like, um, you know, messing with their primordial instincts, but kind of controlling them. So I don't know what I've picked up so far is that like the signal kind of reaches your your like deepest kind of um, impulses, I would say. Kind of like your, your, your core, maybe your, none of your core beliefs, but like, for instance, with Lewis, like his his thing is my wife like i love my wife we saw how obsessed he was with her even before the signal um with you know smelling her and quizzing her about where he was where she was and all that stuff so like that's 
that's like his core focus. Clark to me seems like he is people focused, wants to be helpful, wants to be, you know, somebody that, that people can rely on and kind of help solve problems. And so I think that's what he's trying to do right now. So I think the signal just amplifies whatever it is that you're quote unquote passionate about or like whatever your your personal drivers are. I'm going to stop here real quick because um, they're barricaded in the room where uh, Rod got his head cut off and he just put two battery prongs in his head and put it in a vice and they got him to start talking. Yeah, they jammed some nails into his head and they're feeding him with electricity, which is causing his head to talk. I do agree with you on certain statements you were making there. It came out choppy, so I didn't hear everything that you were saying, Same. by the way. I do want to discuss that when we can. It's all bitch for extra measure. She's going to Terminal 13, bitch. No. She was going to find you. Hey, he also says that no one can leave Terminus because it's an impossibility, so uh, that's why I'm staying. Is that right? Yeah. Well, um, good work. Now, um, you're aware you're having a conversation with a decapitated head, right? Listen to me. Listen to me. Do you hear that? Listen. It's, uh, it's past the noise in your head. That is the natural world. That has been here a long time before us. It's going to be here a long time after we are gone. That is real. And that is what we focus on. Past the noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This calls for a radical reassessment of all the facts. Clark, do it again again. Look, man, uh, I think I found your sledgehammer out here, so I'm going to borrow it for a second if that's okay. And I'm going to knock this door off the fucking hinges. See how to understand it. Apparently I was wrong. You know, I got to say, the special effects are pretty dope. That talking head sequence, like, it's fucking badass. All right, so Lewis is breaking into the room, and they're trying to fight him off. Dude, that was dope. Lewis like punched his hand through the door and then they screwed with a power like with a power drill, they screwed his arm into the door. So now he can't move that arm unless he like rips it out, which I think is what is he about to do. 
Yeah, it's coming. Oh. There it is. Money shot. <laughs> Sounded like it. Yeah, no shit. That's why I had to say. <laughs> Possibility to make transitions to smarter states. You're making complete sentences, I guess that's but, but the filter must have failed. So now it's broadcasting that frequency. What the hell are you talking about? It disrupts synaptic neural networks, causing extreme behavioral shifts. Right? I, I, I got panic, paranoia, rage, enhanced suggestibility. There go your calcium ions. Snap, crackle. What the hell are you talking about, man? Right out of your car. brain cells. What are you trying to tell me, Clark? Psychotron resonance. A broadcast on that scale could cause mass psychosis. Clark, I don't know who or what started it. We all sure as shit signed up for it. We need you to run solo for a minute. We made ourselves vulnerable. When Maya left last night, I turned the TV back on, and there it was. Replacing my thoughts. But the sun came up. I see it. It's a lie. The signal, it's a trick. We change the way we look at things. The things we look at will change. Music.
So what we have here is uh, the boyfriend, Ben, and Clark. After discussing the signal, uh, they reached Terminal 13, uh, where he was supposed to meet her. This was their plan from the beginning um, to run off together. What better time than now? So they go to Terminal 13, and he finds Maya there, which doesn't really seem to be Maya. But it's somebody that looks like her with her face off. But we're getting a bit of a hint uh, that the uh, signal is starting to affect even our main characters. I'm fucking kill you. I'm fucking kill you. And now he's starting to lose it. Clark's laughing. Right when they thought they had the handle of the signal, apparently they don't. Intensity rose a little bit, only to find a calm beyond the storm. It seems. Clark's telling him he's just hallucinating this whole time. Him seeing Maya without the face, it didn't really happen. Right when he was about to kill Clark, Clark kind of snapped him out of it. So they're continuing to Terminal Thirteen. Seems like uh, the road ahead is just beyond the horizon. found the people waiting for the uh, the train uh, they're in terminal 13 and there are a few bodies in the background and Maya is now sitting there as well there in a wheelchair she needs water. staring straight into the TV where the signals coming from so it seems to have gotten her as well Clark's using the vending machine while Ben is trying to untie his girlfriend. And right by the vending machine is our friend Lewis, who's been waiting for him this whole time, apparently. Surprise, surprise, we have the infamous standoff between Lewis and Ben standing over Maya. Lewis is threatening to kill Clark.
fucking people. Never quit. Where are you going? You don't need that. Let's take a walk for a second. stare. She looks just like she did in our wedding video. It's so strange. Two people hardly know each other until death do us part and all that. I love it. We've got a good life here. A home. That is precious and you will never know the beauty of that. You're killing her. I'm saving her. No, you're not. You can't see it. It's a trick. The signal. to trust me. Oh, really? You want me to trust you? With my wife? I don't think so. Look at her. Go ahead. Take a good fucking look. Look at how pretty she is. She's gorgeous, yeah? How long do you think you can possibly hold on to that image? A few months? A year? Before it fades? She doesn't deserve that and you are never going to look upon my wife again shit is tense not now Maya I need you to be quiet now Let me Maya is not even saying <laughs> he's still talking to not now Maya Maya shut up <laughs> Did he just dig into his uh, screw wounds from the door? Yeah. Nice. Well played. I'm sorry, Amy. But you don't understand the situation here. What? What are you trying to say? Man, he's all kinds oh, of fucked up. It. Now the signal's just like talking to him. Yeah, he's talking to his wife, but she's totally catatonic. Is that the right word to use? Kind of. It's more like a like a shock and awe moment. Like she's just tripping out on him, tripping out on her. You keep putting on these masks, and I get really. No, I don't think she's in control. She's been looking at the signal. Oh, that's true. Okay, so now it's a cut back to the opening when Ben is just staring at the signal in the apartment. So now I'm starting to wonder, is this just all in his head? This whole movie's just been in his head. Oh no, no. He's okay. standing there all bloody. That's not funny. Take it off. Take that mask off or I'll whip it off. Who do you think you're talking to? What? I'm talking to my wife. Do you mind? That's not your wife. That's my wife. 
What did you just say? What did you just say? You do not look at her. You do not speak to her. I am speaking to you. Honey? This is Ben speaking to Lewis. Did this man try to hurt you? Maya? Shut the fuck up. What have you done to my wife? What? You will not speak to my wife again. Who are you? Say your fucking name! Lewis. This game? Or do you actually think you're me? I, I He's making, Ben's making Lewis believe. That he was wrong this whole time. I'm Lewis. Well, he's making him think he's somebody else. Right. He's, Ben's making Lewis think that he's somebody else. That he's Lou. That Ben is Lewis. Right. That, and by that Lewis had it all wrong. And by extension, that Maya is real life Ben's hus uh, wife but now he's starting uh, Lewis is starting to see images of all the scenes that we've seen but roles reversed right so where Lewis was originally beating up Ben right. now it's Ben beating up Lewis signals like heroin to them. <laughs> Punching the monitors. Not good for the hands. That was shocking. <laughs> I say that because for those who haven't seen what just happened, Lewis would go punch the TVs out and he shocked himself. And now we're left with the two main people. So, so Ben's kind of assumed Lewis's personality. Let's see. Let's find out.
Clark's still alive and they're walking through the hallway here through the train station towards the sunlight ah it's over it's fucking over man So they're just going to part ways? I'd be like, dude, never leave me. We need each other. <laughs> it's the end of the world. Let's save ourselves. Yeah, you're right. This is definitely not the time to part ways, yeah. if anything. <laughs> hey, you know all that crazy shit we just went through that we all saved each other from? Let's just break up and go our own separate ways. It'll be fine. It's totally fine. Or just everyone get the fuck out of Terminus? Yes, it begs the question of like, is it happening just in Terminus or is it happening in other places? Another fitting discussion for our revisit. Also, who's driving the train? Because they're on a train now. Like, so who's who's conducting the train? Ah, uh, no. They're still tripping in the bus in the train station. As Paul, as, as uh, PG here has just said, yeah, they, they never left the train station. We were meant to believe that it was all hunky-dory and they went their own way. But the real reality is they're still in the train station and cue title card. Well, after he puts the uh, the headphones on her. Oh, yes. After she's already <laughs> been affected by the signal and stuff, he puts the headphones on as, I don't know, for her own comfort, I guess. That was a good one, dude. Yes, sir. I like it. Yeah, it. it uh, the fact that uh, it's kind of broken up in those three segments isn't as distracting as I thought it might be. Because sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't like. Like, I, I hate talking about Tarantino so much, but he does that really well, right? Where he like he cuts them into chapters, but then he like shuffles them out of order, which makes it intriguing by itself. But then um, there are other movies that kind of do this, and it's just kind of it kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, see, I try not to compare it to just Tarantino because uh, Tarantino well, yeah, is not the I'm only saying. guy that does this does does no, this kind of thing. Uh, but he does it really he, it well. It's a very rare thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just feel like we're we're typecasting Tarantino by saying that that's all he kind of does. It's he he does more than that. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll continue that discussion later. Um, so. Ladies and gentlemen, this was our first watch along, um, and we are subject to improve uh, over time. We will continue these kind of segments and uh, some technical stuff Uh, to work out with, like the sound, because you can't. I can hear you just fine, but you can't hear me. And maybe it's because uh, yeah, there's going to be some technical problems. We'll figure it all out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but 
Yeah, man, that was a good one. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And, uh, you know, without further ado, uh, this is Mutant City Horror. Love you listeners out there and uh, you weirdos. Look forward to the next time with you guys. All right. Till the next one. Later. Till the next one.